hands on my drums tonight. Look at that motherfucker. Taylor. David. Listen. Yes. They love you, man. Feel it. Okay. Here's the thing. Taylor Hawkins, best fucking drummer in the world. Taylor Hawkins, best fucking singer in the world. Taylor Hawkins is going to come down and sing a song for you tonight. Listeners, good day and welcome back to Uber Cinco. Uh, we are almost to episode 100. We can taste it. We're so close. But guess what? We still have got some work to do before we get there. So today, we are attempting to impart the utmost level of public interaction. While my favorite contestants, Nathan and Brian, tell me about their largest bones they like to pick out in public and it's not the bone you're thinking of you dirty little listener out there you uh jerry jerry stop thinking about that you nasty little boy no today we're talking about <laughs> those social interactions that just make your gears grind it puts sand under your skin and a little bit of acid in your eye so yes come along with us today <laughs> oh thank you very much brian i'm your host mitch brinkman and we're settling scores today uh, out in the world there. So each competitor will detail their distaste for the fellow humans in their daily walkabout. My first contestant, it's the classic big, wet boy. Say hello to Brian Ernst, everybody. Hello, Mitch. Thank you for having hey. me back. <laughs> no problem. Brian, I can't wait to hear you talk today because I love watching you get angry. It's one of my favorite things. Oh, it's I am. I was fuming writing the list. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it was really transporting me back to the moments where I've seen these people or I've interacted with these people. And I wish I knew them by name so I could drag them through the mud. <laughs> I love this, and I think one of the reasons we're friends is we both have a very strong sense of justice, and we don't <laughs> want people to get away with their fucking baloney bullshit. Okay, our next contestant. I've known him since I was 18. We were slapdashed together in a room. We didn't pick it, but guess what? We found a way to enjoy it. He's tall, his hair is long, and his jump shot that's eh, a little broken. It's Nathan <laughs> Hennenfent. Hello, Nathan. Hi. I wish that was a lie, but it's probably true. <laughs> oh, also, yeah. I want to say happy birthday to Brian. Happy birthday, oh, Brian. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Today is March 28th, Monday. Brian is turning... The big uh, trace, trace dose. Yes. Trace dose. Oh, Brian. Wow. Wow. You're 32, but guess what? You look... You look 22, so I just want to toss that your way. That's, a, that's My hairline looks 50. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, the hairline gives you like a youthful baby look, you know? So, yeah, yeah here we go. <laughs> 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 All right, guys, let's keep it moving. Here we go. Um, this week, uh, we obviously are doing the biggest bones to pick in public. But first, of course, I want to talk about... Bizbear.biz. Hop on over, check it out, throw us your suggestions, throw us your episode ideas, send us a voicemail, um, tell us we suck, tell us we're great, whatever you want to do. Check it out. It's a great little website. You will not be disappointed. Normally, this is where I'd throw to the rules, of course, but if you've been listening for a while, we are almost to 100 episodes. You know the rules. These guys are going to uh, list it out five through one. I'm going to give points one through three. Um, I might cheat. I probably will cheat. I like cheating this game. Um, I haven't picked my winner uh, in my head just yet, but it, that might be very soon. So how do we figure out who's going to go first today? I, I, I bet you're all wondering that. Well, guess what? You're going to have to wait because I got to tease the fast five, and that is top five pieces of leisure wear and what they say about the wearer. Okay, that's the fast <laughs> five. Hang around to the end for that. Brian, 
I'm choosing you to go first today because I can hear your rage screams all the way here in Sopoco, all the way from Berwyn. So, Brian, please give me your number five public bone to pick. Will do. I just want to make sure thank we you. thank uh, Zach Kraft for sending in this suggestion for today. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Zachy Kraft, the craftsman, the, the man with the tools, <laughs> the guy who you call when your bathroom needs an uplift. That's not the word you use, but yeah. <laughs> Zach Kraft, he's your reno man. Okay, Brian, thank you for the shout out. Let's go back to you. Your number five public bone to pick. My number five, I'm starting off, I'm going to cheat a little bit with a duo. I'm calling these guys mm. the in-action brothers. And I Ooh. am talking about the Super Mario CTA conductor and somebody else I'm calling Mr. Corduroy. Now, I have told the story on this podcast before of me yelling at a group of kids on the CTA that were picking on another kid. And it really, really upset me and got my blood boiling. But I justice. haven't justice, justice. Yep. I haven't gotten into the detail, though, of the two people who did nothing that day that really, really grinds my gears. <laughs> so I am sitting on the train and noticing that this is happening. So on the other side of the train, there is these mm -hmm. group of kids who are picking on, obviously, kind of a nerdier kid. He has glasses, mm -hmm. but he's ignoring them, blah, blah, blah. The thing that set me off the most is I'm sitting across, sitting on the sideways uh, car um, seats in the car. So I'm yep. facing this person who's across from me. Mm -hmm. His legs are crossed. He's wearing like dark brown khakis and like a brown corduroy jacket. And I'm assuming a Kangle hat from what I remember. Okay. But he's a white guy. And okay. so it's not a good look. And, <laughs> and, and then he's sitting there with, he's reading a book or doing something stupid. And what I, he's, he's side eyeing what's happening down there. Wait, 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 wait. Did you say reading a book or something stupid? Because of what? Because he was using it Expanding as a Expanding his knowledge of the no, no, world no, no, at no, large. No. He uh, was using the book as a distraction to not get involved. He wasn't reading uh, to okay. read. He was side eyeing yeah. everything that was happening down the car. As mm -hmm. I, my head was completely turned looking at exactly what was happening. Yep. He just kept kind of like doing the side eye thing while like kind of looking like I'm reading a book, so I, I can't get involved. Mm -hmm. And then I just see him do it and he's like, and then he kind of like shakes his head and goes like, oh man, like yeah, that's, so. that sucks. And I'm like, Teens. you, you know, this is wrong and you're mm -hmm. ignoring it. Mm -hmm. And then when they hit the kid, I saw him just kind of go like get scared and like shut down. And I was like, okay, this fucking guy. We all know the rest of the story. Blah, blah, blah. I yell. I hit the emergency button and I want the train to stop because there's shit happening and that's what the fucking button is for. <laughs> so I hit the emergency button because there's a fight. And then mm -hmm. the person I'm not expecting to see is this really probably 5152 max. CTA conductor with just a mustache and a perfect little hat. I swear it was overalls too, which is not the not the uniform that he was supposed to have. So, he, so a little so, Napoleon so complex conductor hat, good. Kangle hat, bad. That's what we're learning too. Also, this here. guy was not white. The conductor could okay. pull off any hat he wanted. That's the, <laughs> okay. see, that's the one good thing. White people cannot steal other people's cultures. They could do whatever they want with hats and look cool. We know this. <laughs> we know this. All right, white guys take and ruin hats. Now, Got it. except for the 10 gallon hat, that's our only hat. <laughs> you don't see too many of those on the CTA. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely not. Wait, also, so, weren't those stolen from, from uh, Mexican people? Everything was stolen yeah, from okay. everything. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good point. Okay. All right. um, but so, yeah, this guy comes around the corner and he's like running, he's like doing this little waddle walk as he comes back, probably mm -hmm. like three cars back from the front. Yeah. And he comes up, like, what the hell's going on back here? And I was like, he's, he looks like Super Mario. He's got a little Napoleon complex. I tell yeah. him exactly what's happening. And I think I, I have revealed before his answer was like, you could take them. What are you talking about? And I'm like, I'm not hitting high schoolers. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? this is not what this is for. So it's just his, his look, his demeanor, the fact that he was annoyed he had to walk 30 feet yeah. instead of just sitting in his cushy little thing where he has to stick his head out the window every five minutes. Like, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's a great this job. Is your job. <laughs> this is your job, though. Like, if something happens, I wish you had other people to help you. But because there's only one person on the train, yeah, this is what happened. 
But yeah. yeah. Un- unfortunately, the new the new CTA slogan during the pandemic has changed from see something to say something to see something whoop ass uh, if you're large enough. Uh, <laughs> Asterisk <laughs> if you're large enough. <laughs> so it was just annoying. Of, like the two inaction brothers, like they didn't want to be involved. They were annoyed that they had to be involved by either not doing something or being annoyed that they were called. And that yeah. is. That is the police going to the blue line right now because something else is happening because it's the fucking blue line. <laughs> for, for for those of, for the listeners who aren't in Chicago, the blue line runs all day, all night. Uh, it is a it is a house. It is a transportation source. Uh, it is a marketplace. Uh, and, and, and it is a, it is a stabbing ground. So um, it, it, does it, it have it the weird? Does it have the weirdest route of any subway you've ever seen? It is very odd. It, it starts in the far starts in the far western suburbs and goes all the way straight down the highway into the central of the city and then it doesn't make a 180. <laughs> it makes nope. it makes like just short of that. And then it yep. goes all the way northwest out to the airport. So yep. it's a giant corner <laughs> But it, but it doesn't connect anywhere north south it, it in does, between that triangle. It's so it, strange. It basically connects me and Brian's house, but adds an extra forty five miles onto the route. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. For Nathan, instead of just going a couple of blocks west and south, he has to go southwest all the way basically to the lake to shoot all the way back out west <laughs> for no reason whatsoever because we didn't want to build another line. Well, you know, uh, l- let's let's pray to God that uh, Lori Lightfoot can get us a connector line. You know, that can that can connect all those suburbs real real uh, quick and quick and tight. There, we all know how um, quick things happen in Chicago. Well, absolutely yeah, yeah. no money. I'm gonna I'm gonna quote one of my neighbors uh, from my hometown in situations like this. Well, mm-hmm. who's gonna pay for it? <laughs> and, the, and the answer is uh, the answer is me and and you because we'll be paying the taxes. <laughs> yeah, when I was tax, a, when I had jury duty, I went to the restroom in the jury room. I'm like, oh man, this restroom hasn't been updated since 1972. Somebody should get on that. I was like, oh nope. We shouldn't because I'm going to pay for it. And I was like, wow, I'm officially an old person. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch the Lester Holt video? Yes, I sure did okay, watch the Lester Holt. I just want to make sure you watch the Lester Holt hosted which, video. Which also hasn't been updated since 1972. Don't get rid of that mustache ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've never had to do jury duty because um, I am a ghost and they can't find me. So I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> um, okay, Brian, I love your number five. Um, I love your sense of justice, of course. But we're going to pop over to Nathan for his number five. Nathan, give that to us, please. Uh, most of mine are very simple today. This is very simple. This is okay. when you're at the airport and the people who stand up and get in line early to get onto the plane. <laughs> With like the plane is not going to leave until we have all completed the boarding process. The boarding area is not large. The people who are allowing you onto the plane can see that everybody is there. So I'm always the last person on the plane. The seats are assigned. You're going to your assigned seat. You get there. It's fine. It just doesn't make any sense. And then these are the same people. Who, when but you, I got to get on the plane, though. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> and you're going to. You're going to get on the plane. It's going to happen. And then you know what happens? The plane what lands. Happens? We're all there. And then everybody just scrambles and you're climbing over the top of each other to get. <laughs> oh, I got to get off the plane. I'm here. I got to get off the plane. I got to get off the plane. And then congratulations. You're congratulations. Well done. You're off the plane before me. And then you know what we do? We all go and we go to the baggage thing and we stand and wait for 15 minutes until our bags come down. <laughs> There's no point to stress out about this. Traveling is stressful and you're just making it worse. Everybody just calm the fuck down. You're going to get on the plane. Take it easy. Let somebody on before you. Let somebody go through the aisle to their seat. We're all in this together. It's going to be fine. <sighs> wow. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> I'm I'm surprised you didn't mention the people who go to where the baggage shoots out at the claim and stand right there at the at yeah the, at right the mouth there. of the beast. Yeah, <laughs> I did have a guy yell at uh, I think we were landing in Vegas once, and it was just like he wanted to make a point that everyone was standing like two feet away from the baggage carousel, and instead of just 
like going to a different place where he could see his bags. He just decided to passive aggressively get loud. It's like, yeah, it's real easy to see whose bags coming off with everybody standing so close. (laughs) 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 It's like, I kind of commended and respected it a little bit because I was like, good for you. I think you're an asshole, but that was, that was fun for me to watch. How long is one rotation on the carousel? Like 45 seconds? Yeah, it's not. I that mean, bad. I, I I find a place where there's I have some like arm room, so I can <laughs> I can you know I can make a nice quick grab where where yeah. nobody is nobody is uh, going to impede my progress. My Nobody's philosophy is yeah, find an empty place on the carousel, but you where you can see the bag shoot. So I know oh, my sure. bag has come out, and now all I got to do is wait for it to come to me, which is like yeah. my favorite activity. Is where things where I don't have to go to anything, and things just arrive at me. That's perfect. It's That's, a satisfying yeah. feeling. My my least favorite thing in the baggage claim area. Again, I, I go where people aren't, so like I don't yes. care if it's going to take the whole revolution. I'm standing somewhere. I'm solitary. I'm not moving. But people with their baggage are leaving. I've been run into fifteen times at least, where people yeah. like roll their baggage over my foot. And I've like I, I've I've just like I've, I remember I said to a, a fucking dumbass dumbass old woman I was like Are you fucking kidding me It was like a long flight and it was like twelve fifteen at night and I still had to take the train back to my apartment and I was like Are you kidding me And she looked at me like What And I was like You just ran over my foot with your baggage And she just like Nah And like shrugged and kept going I was like There's so much space around me There's so much space Just go. Just give me a buffer. I want a buffer, you know. So yeah, I get that. Um, what's funny? Nathan, is, what, what, oh, what's the most egregious or like length that someone moved once the plane uh, docked and they had to go somewhere to get their baggage from from the uh, from the from the the fucking overhead bins? Like uh, like what like what what's the most audacious move you've ever seen there? Um, yeah, I saw somebody who uh, like we had we had landed. And, you know, you're still you're still moving at a good clip when you're landing and then you mm-hmm. come to the end of the runway. And he this guy, he, he probably had 15 rows to go from from back to front. And as soon yeah. as you get to the end of the runway on your initial landing and we made the turn out of the seatbelt and up. I mean, and this the, the <laughs> this was a this was a cross the ocean flight. So and the, the flight attendants were just done at this point. And they they screamed at him basically, but they were like, "I, I will will yell," but they weren't going to do anything more than that. So the guy was like, yeah. "The guy had opened the thing, and of course we're moving, so stuff falls out, and everybody is yelling." At, it was uh, it was ugly. Wow, that's uh, I stole that's, his cab afterwards. No, I I wish I yes! had. Oh, <laughs> a cab. This was in the year two thousand two, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yellow taxi, yellow taxi. Um, I don't, I don't no, I mean handsome cab. Accent? It was there were horses oh. attached to it. Oh, wonderful! Yeah. Oh, yes, I love horses. Um, <laughs> I was just in in uh, Phoenix, and um, Phoenix has uh, this giant rent a car center, and then they bus everyone over to the airport. It's actually a pretty good system. They have buses running pretty constantly, but there was a line of like thirty five, forty people. Um, but each bus, each uh, like holds almost that much. So like, and they're running all the time. And this old fucking white douchebag just thinks, <laughs> I'm not gonna wait for this, and I'm not gonna wear a mask on the bus. And there's a there's you know like a velvet rope, you know, creating the line. He tries to go under the velvet rope. His backpack gets caught on it as pulling the velvet rope down. And I just went, oh, just go down, just clang <laughs> and clatter, and just ring the fucking bell on this old pile of turds but the thing was weighted well at the base so it righted itself and i was like oh and then he slipped in the the bus driver was off the bus we slipped in through the front door which on the the shuttle bus you go into the side door so he slips in through the front door and sits down and just starts staring out the window and like not making eye contact with anyone and the baggage handler and the driver were like arms up in the air they go on the bus and you go sir come on let's go get off the bus sir and the guy just pretended like he couldn't hear anyone Oh. He just sat there, and then people were like, "Dude, get off the fucking bus!" And he just pretended like there was birds that just out the window that he had to stare at, and he couldn't <laughs> hear anyone. And then, so as the bus is pulling away, because also I was like, "This is the process." And again, justice, you know, all this, and that's what we're doing today. I knocked on the window. And that got his attention, and I flipped him off. <laughs> the bus pulling away. So, yeah, good. I uh, mean, I mean, if that deserves anything. <laughs> Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Also, he was like an old white guy and like 
you know, tourist shorts stuff. He was alone. So he was going on vacation alone, I'm assuming. So, like, he's probably already sad enough and, like, isolating everything. So I don't feel bad for him. Fuck that guy. Okay, cool. That's our number fives. Um, I'm going to give – I'm going to give – Oh, Brian, I, I wanted to hear more about the fashion. You mentioned the fashion, but I wanted more details. I'm going to give you two <laughs> points on that one. I know that's out of left field. Um, oh, my God. I forgot about the house rule, too. If you guys can – I'm doing a terrible job of hosting today, as I normally do. House rule. If you can talk about a time where I did something terrible in public around one of you guys and you have a bone to pick with me, I'm giving unlimited bonus points to good stories there. So Done. Um, Got it. Save it for the end. <laughs> Uh, Brian, you get two points there. Nathan, this is a universal um, boiling topic. I love it. Three points to you. Back to Brian for his number four. Let's do it, Bubby boy. Uh, My number four is the anti-masker who threatens never to shop here again Mm. at the small business in the beach town. He's only visiting for the weekend and will never be again. (laughs) So he is making the statement of not giving these people money, even though he will never be here to give them money ever again. How was, was your, your your vacation to Hilton Head, by the way? It was fantastic. Okay, very nice. And at least I got to say <laughs> everything that was on my chest. <laughs> uh, uh, we witnessed this in, uh, we were in Michigan, and I think we were either like in St. Joseph or Benton Harbor, or somewhere, one of those smaller towns. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, I was just kind of go walk around a little bit and just see craft shops or whatever, just kind of ducking in and out of the store, see what they got. Mm-hmm. And we're doing that. And then just this guy comes in and this is definitely more about a year ago during the height of the mask mandate. Yeah. And the person who owns the store, she's like, Hey, just wanted to let you know that we require masks in here. If you don't mind popping one on, there's some free ones right there. And he just all of a sudden sets him in. No t- <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think so. And she was like, okay, well you can go shop somewhere else. Thanks for, thanks for stopping in. And he was like, Oh, yeah, like, well, I'm never coming back here then. <laughs> and he just turned around and walked out. And she and she just kind of like, her shoulders just sank. And she just walked back. Like, she wasn't even upset about the sale. She was just like, this clearly has happened every day for the last 45 days in a row. And she just can't handle it anymore. And then she kind of went back behind the counter. It was this very nice, uh, like reclaimed wood thing. Like she clearly put a lot of work into the store mm-hmm. and just sat on the stool behind the cashier and just, oh. do you guys need any help? <laughs> like Aww. looking at me as we're walking, I'm like, no, we're good, but we support your decision. That was, that was great. And she's like, I know, I'm just sick of it and just, uh. <laughs> she just let out this long sigh. And I was like, yup. I have a bone to pick with that guy because he is ruining your life for absolutely no reason. And that guy is the epitome of an entire class of people that really should not have survived the last two years. Yeah. Did did this man have a family with him or is he coming into craft on his own? I don't remember. Like, I think I blocked out if he had children or not, just because that would have made me extra sad. But, uh, I think he, and again, I think he was just like coming in. It was pretty hot that day. So I think he was just looking to buy like a bottle of water out of her fridge or something. Oh, and it was like, but he was like, uh, I'm going to take my business elsewhere. <laughs> and in her mind, she's like, for water? Okay. <laughs> like, cool. Markup on that's not great for me anyway, pal. <laughs> take, take off. <laughs> like, I'm here to sell crystal rocks and handmade candles and shit. <laughs> this is, these are mm. not what I'm trying to sell the Kirkland water bottles to you. So, yeah. so this is like the St. Joseph equivalent of goop is what you're saying. This uh, is the store much. you're in. I mean, okay. Okay. Well, it wasn't a store for me, but she has every right to have that store. Yeah. 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 I'm not saying she doesn't have the right to have the store. I mean, it's America. You have the freedom to open whatever business you want and, you know, to pursue the almighty dollar. I mean, if she would have sold cannabis and weapons, I think she would have been a, a lot higher margins. Mm, sure, 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 sure. So. We all had to pivot in the pandemic, you know. So that's true. That's true. Uh, a lot of a lot of high class chefs started making barbecue and pizza. You know why? They deliver well. So um, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of bummed. More people didn't do Chinese food. I do love Chinese food. So do you really think we need more Chinese restaurants? Like how how in a stone's throw from you? Aren't there like four options? I would love to see Chinese 
food, but also just, just, just a little play on the, on the flavors, you know, don't give me your regular beef filet. Maybe put in a little like, I don't know, mango or like, uh, I don't know, tahine or something, or, uh, I don't know, something crazy like cabbage, you know, just spice it up a little bit. I don't know. Just yeah, let's add things into it that make our margins lower so we can sell it to less people. <laughs> you've you've never used the word margins more than once during an episode. I'm a little worried right now, Brian. You're like, are you, are you taking you're, business you're, courses on the side? Are you, are you? Your idea is to add mango, which you are the only one who's going to order that, which means what? they have to have a case of mangoes on hand for this <laughs> stupid order that no one else is going to buy. The, the Chinese culture has existed for, what, 6,000 years, and they've been mm-hmm. Waiting for Mitch to come along six thousand years and finally, oh Mango, thank God he's yes. here. I am the innovator, guys. That's what you call me. That's what you refer to me as. Um, okay. Brian, uh number four, this is sad. You made me sad. Uh let, yes. let's go on to Nathan's. All right. Uh this occurred not so long ago at my uh local jewels. Uh okay. the, Ooh. Jewel Osco, the grocery store chain Jules. here in Chicago, the, the large Osco, mega yeah. grocery stores. And pretty good donuts. Good donuts. Uh, no yeah, donuts are involved donuts. in this story, sadly. Damn oh, damn it. But uh, Jewel, Jewel, for all of their uh, average qualities, has a very below average quality, which is that they don't open a lot of their registers. They have like 12 lanes and they'll yes. open like two or three and they'll have like, you know, some. 17 year old behind there who if you're ringing up alcohol they have to like make an announcement over the loudspeaker and somebody runs over it it's quite a slow process anyways margins nathan margins <laughs> i'm i'm second uh, in line craig we've got a bottle of wine on line too craig can you come get it and i i'm i'm second in line and the like i'm trapped there's somebody with a huge cart Uh-oh. behind me and so I'm trapped there and there's only one other lane open. And so the lines are backed up. I'm like, you know, I got the candy and the magazines on either side of me. I've got the divider on the thing. And there's a woman in front of me and she says, oh, I, I'll be right back. I just need to grab one more thing, which is always Ugh. annoying. But it's like, OK, Has she already started the, the, the beep process at the, this time. The beeping is occurring. Yes. The beeping starts. Okay. No. Oh, that's but, a that's a pisser move yeah, right there. So Sorry, we are we are in the the furthest uh, register to one side of the the store, and so mm-hmm. off to the side there is a wine display, like one of the temporary displays set up. I think this was mm-hmm. it was like around Valentine's Day, so mm-hmm. you know, big uh-huh. promotional wine display. And so the lady, Crawford probably lady walks over to the wine display. I'm like, okay, she's going to grab a bottle of wine. It's only 25 feet away. Boom, she's going to come back. So she goes over there and she starts looking at them, and she's doing a lot of you know, she'll look at one and she'll be about Ugh. to grab it. And then she'll take the finger to the lips and mm, think, oh, really think mm. about it. And then she spots a jewel employee. And oh. it's like, do you know anything about wine? And so she engages in like a three and a half, four minute conversation. Now the beeping process and the bagging process has concluded. And we are all just standing there waiting. And she knows this is happening. She knew there was a line of four to five people. And like, Ugh. I see her, I see her smile and Ugh. laugh with the employee. And like, she's joking around. She's just has a full fledged conversation. And finally, at long last, she comes back. And do you know which wine she picked out? Uh, ooh, um, a box of Chardonnay. No, Barefoot. no, you're both wrong. She didn't get one. She came no! back empty-handed. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> yep. Oh. Yep. I would have used a frozen carrot just to just to pop a little hole in her kidney and just let her just let her ooze out there on the floor. <laughs> just oh what? Oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. Oh, what's that? You got a frozen carrot in your back? Uh oh. Yeah. It's almost like you ripped off a plastic thing and you tapped her kidney from the <laughs> box of <laughs> wine. The uh, the the cashier oh. did say you didn't find what you were looking for, and <laughs> she's like, no, I said that's a real shame. <laughs> Wow, we need to get. We need to go back. Get that cashier on the pod. Let's yeah. get. Him oh my god! Oh my! My blood has boiled. You reduced it to a simmer. It's become thick. It's thick. It's like it's stuck up here in my throat and my brain. Uh, that's three points for Nathan. Uh, another three, Brian. I gave you one because I just I, I wanted more, and you made me sad, and you made me sad. So. Um, 
you've got a you've, you've got a hill to climb here, brother. Uh, let's hope those bonus points come in handy. Um, I didn't make anything. You you made yourself sad. I cannot control your emotions. Wow, you're right. You you know what? That's you're right. You are not responsible for for my feelings. Thank you very much for for validating me on that. Okay, Brian, back to you. Your number three. <laughs> my number three. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Come on. Shut up. All right. God, the people. Come on, doggy. Let's go. Number three are for me the people who. It's a two-parter. One, they sit Ooh. down at a restaurant at the thing. They open the menu. They're looking at it. They're reading it for a long time. But the second the waiter comes by, they disregard all the information they just ingested to be like, what's good here? To ask this 17-year-old who doesn't give a shit about what is on the Texas Roadhouse menu, what is good here? And then to follow it up, they go through all this. They ask a ton of questions. Can I substitute this if I get this? Uh, I don't really like steamed broccoli, but could you do carrots with the side and maybe an extra roll? I don't like it that done. Like, can you move this and that? And then they say, yes, they say, yes, they say, yes. And then I'm, Okay. Well, I'll just have the chicken fingers and fries. <laughs> so we get through this whole fucking spiel to get to the thing that you have never, you regress to the same palate you've had since you were five and mm-hmm. you don't get out of it. You knew you were going to get like, yeah, I'm probably going to get the chicken tenders with an extra yeah. side of ranch. We yeah. know that's what you're going to get. This is the <laughs> fucking Midwest. All right. And it's like, if there isn't a frozen bag of tenders and fries in the freezer of a local restaurant, that place will shut down. Mm-hmm. We need to have tendies <laughs> on the spot at all that's times. That's true. Also, people should know if you ask the waiter what's good here or what's the best dish, they're always just going to tell you the most expensive dish. That's like, that's what you do as a waiter. You upsell, you sell more tips. You know, because, you know, America hates hates um, paying waiters uh, living wages. But also, if you're at a Texas roadhouse, it's all the goddamn same. Like if you're at a, at a really good restaurant, you might say like, hey, of your specials tonight, like did the fish was the fish really good when it came in today? Or like what kind of like those kind of things where it actually matters. But if you're at the roadhouse, it's the same goddamn every time. So it don't matter. Hey, guys, you know what we're going to do? We're going to charge $25 for the six-ounce steak because we just filled them with a nickel's worth of fucking yeast rolls. (laughs) (laughs) Their fucking stomach's already plugged up, but they still want the full-size steak. This place is a gold mine. The margins. Can you think of the (laughs) No, no, not a margin. Okay, but also... This is not margins. This is margarines. <laughs> oh. All right. I'm leaving. That's it for me. Bye. Brian, <laughs> oh, Brian. Yes. This one was so specific. It feels like you've dined with this person. Or is this another mirror situation? This, that was something I, I was thinking. This is somebody you know personally that's in your life still to I don't this think day. it's a single person. This is a combination of several people I have dined with, whether this be an extended family member okay. or I'm out with like a friend friends family and they're okay. they're kind of picky eaters yeah. in general like it kind of makes me think of like i went out with my friend's family once and they're just like this is the person who i was telling you about once i went to their house on fourth of july mm-hmm. and they took ground beef out of a package mm-hmm. took it out of the package formed a patty and put it on the grill mm-hmm. no salt no pepper no cheese no nothing and it was like that was the best burger of his life so when he goes to chili's this thing is going to be amazing. Sure, <laughs> so sure. I'm like, yeah. yeah. And it's that, just that, to me, it's just a Chili's burger. It's like, yeah. all right, great. Yeah. You're like, cool. This was in the microwave for two and a half minutes, and now it's on this bun that was frozen. I, like, I mean, I like a triple stacker them as much as the next folks, but like, you know what? Get me some crispy chicken zingers instead. All right. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and if if you do the the, the Southwest uh, chicken explosion egg rolls uh, with with some Chipotle Southwest uh, ranch dipping sauce, hello. You know, those aren't too bad either. There was a trend going on on TikTok this week where people are just like, chilies or Olive Garden, you got to pick one. And I'm like, is that really a contest? Like, is everyone going chilies all the time? Like, I can get microwave noodles at home. Like, I don't need that. Like, I again, I am a man who has definitely done the tour of Italy several times. Mm. But, like, I'm still going chilies because I need my queso dip. All right. I'm going to keep my nose up here and pick neither. I'm just going to do that because um, I can ride above the fridge. You can't do that. So. You can't do that. No, okay, There's only fine. two restaurants left in the world, and you don't have a fridge or a stove at home. So okay. you have to go to these establishments. 
I know okay, you're fine. Chili's. Fine. I know I'm, you're picking Chili's. I'm gonna order. I'm gonna order pickup from Chili's at the end of the night. I'm not gonna pick it up though. Then I'm gonna go to the dumpster an hour later and take it home for free. That's my move. Okay. The old Domino uh, switcheroo. <laughs> <laughs> um. That's that's uh, Brian. You know, you knew you were gonna get me with this one. So, um, very very good, Nathan. G- give me your number three, please. Oh, uh, this is this is the poor girl who I went on a date with back in 2012. Who. Oh. Did, so we we were at uh what's her address and her name <laughs> we've, specificity we've i i've actually told a, a different story about this girl we only went on like four dates but this okay. this was this was one of the first ones or no this was the this second Jamel? to last one no <laughs> you're just this, making up was this cindy <laughs> no this is katie we'll, we'll go with cindy sure was it cindy okay i remember cindy yeah yeah and and she was too good for you. Yeah, I remember that. So. Most of them are. <laughs> and we went to AJ Hudson's, which is one of the bars that shows soccer here. And yeah. uh, it's not very crowded, but they were showing one oh. game. It was like a replay of a game. And we weren't really paying attention to it, but it happened to be on. But for some reason, yep. they were using it was either a like neon yellow ball or a hot pink ball. I mean, it was bright it was like the brightest okay. colored soccer ball you could imagine it just jumped off of the the screen at you out of the green yeah. pitch just very bright contrast yeah and so this girl says well what if a player was colorblind I said well well what if they were she said well then they couldn't see the ball I said, no, no. So, so if you're colorblind, you know what colorblind means, right? And she's like, yeah, it means you can't see color. I'm like, correct. <laughs> so you wouldn't see the color. She's like, yeah. So then they couldn't see the ball because it's, and I was like, well, everything has a color. She was like, but ball, but soccer balls are black and white. Those aren't colors. I was like, okay, we got to back up. Yes. <laughs> black and white are colors. And that's so she's like, but this, look at the color. If they're colorblind, they can't see it. I was like, OK, so if you're colorblind, <laughs> it means you can't see color, but you can see the object. She said, yes. And that object is a bright color. <laughs> <laughs> and this this went on for a while. And uh, anyways, as I said, it was our, our second to last date. And the only uh, reason we had another date is because she left something in my car that night and I had to return it. So, oh. <laughs> which ended what up color was it? <laughs> <laughs> Don't recall, but it was it was a good a five or six sweater. minutes before we finally got to the crux of what it means to be colorblind. Um, so, yeah, it just wow. I, I couldn't I couldn't pursue a relationship any further. Wow. I mean, you are I you are like a, a, a colorblind uh, ally advocate, I know that about you. So this is this is this is I'm big a, of you. I'm a friend to the up. community. Is yes. what I like to refer <laughs> to myself as. Friend of the as. community. Yeah. Um. Boy, okay. He likes to pull a mean trick where he goes to Home Depot and takes all the paint swatches and just kind of leaves them all over their apartments <laughs> and asks them if he can see one of their gray cards. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I am not a friend of the community. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to tell like a green man joke. He puts the suit on and slips out in the middle of the night, but uh, because they wouldn't be able to see him. (laughs) It wasn't. Yeah, eh, eh. it wasn't written well enough. Um, Brian, you're getting three points. Nathan, um, this is this is this could have happened in private, too. This is so. I this is this would be very annoying, but I think this is not necessarily a, a fully public thing that happens just happened to have taken place in public. Um, so I'm going to give you one point on this one. Ooh, the weights oh, have sh- have shifted again. Oh, shifting oh. sands. Oh, um, okay. Go back to Brian for his number two. Don't don't forget, guys. House rule. Uh, stories about me being a real terrible person in public still out there for mega bonus points. Don't forget about that. Don't Brian. worry. Let the record show. I'm saving that for the end. I sweep in and take all the points. But my number <laughs> okay. two. Okay. Bathroom stall phone talkers. Oh. Why do you exist? Mm-hmm. And the worst part of it is this happens at work all the time for me. Yep. I don't care who it is. It happens all the time. And it's neither a it's actually, I've had both. I've had personal calls. I've had business calls that I've overheard that I should not have heard. Yeah. 
And one of them actually, it really sticks out to me is I was there first. Okay. Yeah. I was in one of the stalls. I had my morning coffee. You know why I was there. Yep. Now there are two more stalls available at the work bathroom. Yep. You could go. I was on the farthest one. You could have gone to the other farthest one. This guy went into the one right next to me. Mistake number one. Then he sits down and he's continuing a call. So I hear him coming down the hallway. Then it gets louder as the door opens. I hear his footsteps and he sits next to me. And it's just like he's talking to his cousin or whatever. And I don't know what's going on. But then by the end of it, I hear that he is trying to coordinate a food giveaway for Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, one, not expecting that. And yeah. two, it was like, no, 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 no. We get some of the stuff from the church. We bring it to that one. And then we could also do it at the rec center down there. I mean, if we put all the bags together, we could do that at my house. We put it together. Make sure you get a lot of canned goods, blah, blah. We'll make a couple of birds. We'll split it up and we'll do it. We can give that all away. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I still hate that you're doing this right here, <laughs> but I'm glad that you're doing it. But just say, hey, I got to take a shit. I'll call you back. Go take your shit and then call him back. Yeah. I don't think he was doing any more like work by having that call as he's grunting. Like it's like, like mm-hmm. make sure we got a lot of canned goods and make sure that they fit <laughs> bags. Like I don't need to hear that part. Like I'm glad you're being a good Samaritan, but still, like yeah. also shit and check. If it does take that amount of exertion to to drop your waste uh, waste off, uh, eat some more vegetables. It should just you know it should come out easy. So Nathan, um, <laughs> uh, the knowing grin of our friend Nathan. <laughs> we ask about vegetables in your diet. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, I don't. I don't really. It's. I don't want to hear you talk. I like privacy. I want a big bathroom where I can have it to myself. I don't want to hear anything. Sure. Just leave me alone. I want privacy. Sure. I, and, and we're not even talking about the, the sanitary issue of it either. Phones are already the filthiest thing uh, in, in your life. You bring it to the bathroom and you're just tossing in that freaking turd party. So that's not smart either. Exactly. It's like, I'm, I'm using mine to watch scrolling videos for 45 minutes and an oh. activity that should only take me five. Sure. But I'm not getting up until my legs are numb and I've watched <laughs> enough videos to leave a ring on my ass. This is like a follow up question. Brian, how many times have you teetered, tottered and fell over because your legs were too numb to walk while in while in the stall? At oh, my God. Five times a week. Oh. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm always got to do something with my toes after I get up. Like, it's always been like I've been here too long. But How many TikTok videos have you made and sent to your coworkers from the floor of the bathroom saying, please help, uh, guys, uh, w- w- wake up my legs here? <laughs> <laughs> I have I have a communication device. I can't send texts. I can't make calls. I can't call emergency services. But I can make a lip-synced video posted on social media asking for SOS help and people come to my rescue. Yes, I can do that, have done it, and will continue to do it. That's wonderful. Okay, Nathan, uh, let's let's uh, let's have you follow that one up, um, and ha- have it be have it be less less poopy, maybe. It, it just you know it something, is. something back to back to the class. Let's bring it back to the class. Uh, this is the most simple one on my list, and this is okay. anyone who says the phrase "all the sudden," all the sudden. <laughs> all the sudden. The phrase is. Where's the preposition? The phrase is all of a sudden. Four words, not three. All of a sudden. And they say all the sudden. All of a sudden. And I'm like, well, here's here's the deal. And I heard I heard several people say this this week. But mm-hmm. do you read? Have you ever read? Have you ever read in your entire <laughs> life? If you have, then the phrase all of a sudden is quite quite common. And so you would have read it and it should have registered in your mind and these are adults who are saying it it should have registered mm-hmm. in your mind that oh i have been saying this wrong it is time to correct this in my life and not just persist thinking that you're right about something when you are exactly wrong and you've seen it in print all over the place you know you're wrong and you continue saying it and you sound so stupid and i just lose respect for people and it's <laughs> there there are other phrases where this will but all of a sudden is the most egregious it makes it makes my skin crawl it makes me 
uh, the the blood coagulates. I turn uh, I turn red and green and all sorts of color. It's just a oh. That, that's all I have to say. It's not good for people it. who are red, green, colorblind, I'll tell you that. <laughs> they become invisible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, now if 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 someone oh, think is about a great this. story. Think about this. To that girl, the Hulk is not only just a massive strong beast, he's also the invisible man. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and and we just have to hope the Hulk not as much of a creep as as the invisible man. You know, it, it wasn't the invisible man a creep, right? Wasn't he a creep? It would, I mean, wouldn't it, it would you be, be if you were an invisible man? <laughs> It'd be like, shocking I if mean, he wasn't. <laughs> no, no, I would just volunteer with children and and save lives at hospitals. So that's all I'd do. But uh, um, yeah, and you'd be coordinating that, coordinating that from the stall next to me. <laughs> that would be a pain in the ass. I can't talk. <laughs> Nathan, what if I say all of the sudden? Does that help or or no? Like, well, no, all because, of the sudden, no, because the word "the" should not be in there. Okay, all right. Because what is the sudden? It's, it's all of the sudden, all of the sudden, all, of, all of the sudden. sudden, and then all of a sudden, that just no, it sounds like you're in the south. It makes no all sense. the sudden. Uh, I, I mean, I mean, all it, of it, a sudden, it, not some the sudden, all of a sudden, force yeah. the syrup on it. You know, all of a sudden, uh, <laughs> my banker comes back with my prize pig, and whoo, my savings is is back to normal. Whatever. Um, Sorry, Nathan, was, are, these the, are these the same people that say supposedly yes, in the library? The same, the same thing. Yeah. I, I yeah. Just, uh, supposedly is the one that really the knife's already in because of all of a sudden, but the twist is a, supposedly. There is a, at my work. There is an abundance of Liz's and Elizabeths, and there are uh-huh. a couple that have an S in Elizabeth instead of a Z, and so by short they might go by Liz or you know th- that kind of thing. But there are so many people that call them Liz and they're like, actually it's Liz. Like you can, it's an S not a Z. And they're like, yeah, Liz. And just like, Liz, yeah, Liz, 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 Liz. Like it's Liz. So like, yeah, I know. That's what I said. Liz. Great. Let's keep the meeting going. Um, so it's <laughs> oh, some people, some people, it just, it's just an amount of, of awareness and attention to detail. Might I say specificity, you know, that, that helps when yeah. communicating in this world. Um, Nathan it is all of a sudden, is that a Shakespeare term? I don't know. Do you know? I do not know. Mm. That's a good question. I was. It does I, sound I, like a Shakespeare I, term. I, I I had an inkling. I was like, I bet this is. I bet Nathan is is going to Shakespeare here because I know Nathan. You are a, a, a man of the letters, a, a man of the of of the Billy Shakes. It is um, a Shakespeare from the Taming ah, of the Shrew. Ah, ah. Okay, there we go. Wow, look at me, Mister Mister uh, doesn't read a lot. Uh, <laughs> scoring some points for me. I'm gonna give myself two bonus points. Post points. There we go. Plus two. Nathan, you're getting three for this one. Brian, you got two for yours. Guys, it's down to the number ones. Brian, back to you. Let's go. Number one. All right. My number one is when you are in line at a fast food establishment and the orderer ahead of you is asking, do you guys have? And you're Mm -hmm. like, this is a McDonald's. The menu hasn't changed in 50 years. If you don't know what McDonald's has. Or what you like from McDonald's. Same thing at a Starbucks. If you don't know what a Starbucks has or what you like from that establishment, why are you here? Yeah. This is why they don't have full menus at these places anymore because everyone knows what's on the menu. Yeah. Why do you need to ask if you have this? Can you do this? No, it's fast food. You order what's there and you leave. <laughs> you don't make changes. You don't customize. What is this? Oh. I hope this person dies in a fire because <laughs> you have had the chance to go to a McDonald's your entire life. Mm-hmm. Fine. You're in a coma at two years old. You wake up, you're 45. That guy gets a pass. Mm-hmm. Everyone else, get out. Get out of my way so I can get my Lenten filet of fish on Friday because I support the Christian community. Oh, my God. Oh, I know it's taking that kind of turn. I was on board before when you were describing uh, a, a culture of as is, which we know, Brian, you and I both know, favorite, favorite way to go. As is. You have as to is. order as is. As yeah. is. Like, again, 
Why would I customize a filet of fish? Why would I customize a Big Mac? Why would I customize anything? Why would I order a filet of fish? That's the first question. Yeah. I'm not getting that from McDonald's. Yeah. But again, I'm not customizing jack shit at a McDonald's or a Starbucks. I know what I want. Mm-hmm. God damn it. If, if you've been to Daddy Bucks or you've been to Daddy Donald's enough, you should come in hot with your order, ready to go right when you step up. Brian? For sure. Welcome to uh, Sears Tower McDonald's. What, what, what would you like today? Uh, let's see. Can I have uh, two McChickens and then a Daily Double, a large fry, a large Diet Coke, and two blueberry and cream pies? Thank you. Woohoo! The two, two, two deal. Brian Ernst is special. I love it. Okay, very good. You, you, you prove the point. You pass the test. Um, Thank you. I'm giving you three points for that. I mean, that's that's an obvious, and that was mainly because of your order there at the end. Nathan, you're number one. Give it to us. Uh, this happened at a rock concert, a Ooh. rock concert, rock Ooh. concert. I, I went to see, I went to see Rocky Radiohead Roll. with, uh, our friend, Mr. Pat Beals. And we Wait, were, isn't that like heart, heart pop? Isn't, isn't that? No, sorry. Keep, keep going. Heart I'm not going to dignify that with a response. <laughs> I go to see Radiohead, one of the most famous rock bands of all time, of course. And they have an opening act. And this took place during the opening act. Now, when you go to a big show, this is an arena show at the United mm-hmm. Center, 15,000 people in the audience. People are still filtering in there during the opening act. You're going out to get more snacks or a beer or whatever. You're settling in. It doesn't really matter what's happening. So there's this opening act playing. And I'm talking to my friend Pat Beals, and I'm telling him we're, we hadn't seen each other in maybe a year or two. So we have a lot of catching up to do. And we're, we're talking and chatting. And in front of us, there is a woman with her mother. The mother is well past 60, but here she is at a rock concert. Now, I don't know when the last rock concert she went to was, but it had to have been a while because the etiquette was not being followed. Because at a certain point, she turned around to me and she said, could you just be quiet, please? She asked me to, she asked me to lower my voice during the opening act of a rock and roll concert. And I just kind of stared at her until she turned around. And then I continued having my conversation with Pat, but I did, I did lower my voice just cause I didn't want to get into anything. Oh. But I was, I literally was so angry and seething in there. I'm like, this is going to ruin the show for me. I'm not going to be able to enjoy Radiohead when they come out. Cause I'm just going to be so mad. So Anyways, the show goes on. The opening act scuttles off stage. The lights come back up. Everybody's still moving around, whatever. Then Radiohead comes out. They take the stage. They were brilliant. Amazing light show. We get towards uh, the end. And uh, the song Idiotech, which is kind of a a dark, bleak, but sort of dancey number. Uh, Tom York does some very flailing around. He looks like Kermit the Frog having, uh, when he's like really angry, um, dance moves. Tom York flailing? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> and, but dur- during the song, everybody, like, we're in, we're in seats. We're on the, you know, the upper deck. So we're in mm-hmm. seats. And then the woman's daughter, she wants to stand up and move around. And she, so she turns around, very sweet of her. She turns around and politely says, do you mind if I stand up? And I say very loudly, you can do whatever the hell you want. We're at a rock concert. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> so I showed that lady. And then the, the grandma turned around and goes, actually, I prefer the roll more. <laughs> <laughs> I think wow. my mom is kind of one of these people. She's kind of one of those folks like, like I paid for a seat, so I'm sitting in it. <laughs> I'm just like, mom, this is, you got to stand for three hours. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. This, this, is, this is what, what it is. Show is. Yeah. It is, it is strange going to a concert and if, if it's in a more formal setting or a smaller thing and you have to sit the whole time. Cause I don't know about you guys. I need to dance. I need to move. So like if I'm just dancing with my legs and I look like a psychopath just sitting in my seat, you know, upper half still, but legs are just going as if I'm playing the drums, you know? Um, so like having that space to move around, explore is very key. I have an uh, addendum on this actually, because you just reminded yeah. me of another concert I went to as this was Richard Thompson at uh, millennium park, one of the free Ooh, concerts. Okay. Um, yeah. but I got there quite early cause I wanted to sit up close and there is a guy who I've, I've been to nine Richard Thompson concerts. Some, I Holy see cow. a lot of the same people there. And there's one guy who's very annoying. He's a very tall, skinny man. And he was like trying to shift seats. He asked people to switch with him because he wanted an unobstructed view. And some people stood up and he actually asked them to sit down. 
because he couldn't see. And then uh, at the end, one of Richard's closing numbers, very upbeat song called Tear Stained Letter, gets people moving, toes to tapping. Then this guy, all six foot five of him, gets up and goes to the front and is just dancing in front of everybody. <laughs> oh, God. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. So he's he's right up there with my most annoying people I've seen at rock shows. I I absolutely love those. I'm guessing this is a white guy, right? Oh, so white. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I love those old white people when they do get up and dance, and they're just like – it's like jean shorts and socks and sandals and like a sun hat. But it's just – they're just all knees and elbows just going for that it was, and like you trying s- to put their back out of out – of, torsion or whatever you you've know, seen just, the oh. guy you've seen him apparently oh. and, and he's there alone because his wife just is too embarrassed to go out in public with him i'm assuming so there was there was no wife there was no ring on the finger oh there was oh yeah. okay yep well he was at one point <laughs> he's he's married to the tour i got to follow the church wherever i go have you guys heard of fish <laughs> hey hey guys why was it so hot at the fish concert why? Why was it so hot at the fish concert, Nathan? Because none of their fans work. Yeah, okay, very nice. Uh, I was about to give you three, um, and then that joke gave you four. No, I down to two. So, uh, uh, no, no, no bonus points out there. People trying to get it. Oh, I got it right here. Before oh, you, you oh. finish scoring out, I sure. want to take us back to uh, maybe about 2014, 15 ish, I okay. believe, after we would have wrapped on Dirty Laundry, okay. a six part web series we did about a bunch of guys becoming friends in the basement of an apartment building. Yep. We took that. We were all in it. Uh-huh. Mitch and I took it to Birmingham, sorry, Birmingham, uh, Alabama. Mm hmm to a film festival on the first night of being at this film festival, the sidewalk film festival, the sidewalk film festival. Yep. Mitch decides to partake in a lot more alcohol than I do. And we're kind of bar hopping. We're going around. It's not a problem, but I have, this is the first time I ever truly met drunk Mitch. I've never (laughs) met him before. And he came out like a, like a werewolf. (laughs) (laughs) and it wasn't like a party drunk it wasn't a fun drunk it was like passive aggressive mean drunk and it was this this kind of like well i think you were kind of we were both kind of aggravated that we didn't get enough food that night Mm. so it was a very just they didn't serve enough and it was a very weird kind of thing anyway we've gotten back to the hotel now at this point we are at the restaurant in the hotel. We're about to go up, but we are ordering a pizza because we are starving. Mm-hmm. So we get something and you still have a beer in your hand. And I know I have the footage of this somewhere because I recorded it on my phone. Oh my God. And you're, si- you're sitting there and you got this beer and you're just like, you know what? Fuck you. You know what? Just fuck you. <laughs> you don't even, you don't even know. Like, what's, what are you talking about? <laughs> fuck you. Just fuck you. All right. You know what? That's what I say. <laughs> That's when I say. And I'm just like, who is this fucking guy? <laughs> this is day one of like a four day trip. And I'm like, I have to fucking deal with this the rest of the trip. Oh, but luckily you woke up and you were like, I did what? Yeah. <laughs> and you, were, you went back to being uh, Dr. Jekyll instead of being Mr. Hyde. It was a lot. We had a great trip after that, but I was a, a little worry ward after that first day. I was like, oh my God, what did I do to him? That that, that ended up, I, I, I'm remembering some of that now, ended up being a very nice time. We, we did a lot of different activities down in, in, in Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. Um, I think you just had a really bad day for whatever reason. Yeah. A, a, a quick travel tip for anyone going to Alabama. Just say either Roll Tide or War Eagle, and you can you can gain access to people's uh, you know inner circle very easily with those phrases. Make so. sure you say the right one yes. in the right place. Yes, because we we, did, we were at lunch the- one day, and I well, I finished signing the bill, and I said Roll Tide, and the waiter turned around and yelled in my face War Eagle, and then he walked away. <laughs> so, which is Auburn and Alabama for for those of you who aren't uh, college uh, football. Yeah, I didn't know any of that there. until we were there, and I still do not understand. <laughs> 
<laughs> it is very strange. Uh, Nathan, do you want do you want to do any last Hail Marys here for some extra bonies? Yeah, St. Patrick's Day freshman year. I'm in the. <laughs> what uh, did I even do to you? <laughs> I, I, I get a. I had to stay home because we had overdone it the night before. But Mitch yeah. just kept on trucking and went down to the, the parade and the, the dying and whatever. And I, it's I get called a, courage. It's I, courage. It's 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 metal. It's uh, sorry. Keep going. And I I get a phone call. I was barely coherent. Uh, I, I need you to sign some people in. And like, finally, I figured out you, we could only sign in X amount of guests in our dorm, and you needed extra signatures. And I didn't really want to bring people up, but I was uh, you. You were pretty persistent, and you you called me like three times because I was just like, oh, no, boy. I don't want to do this. <laughs> so I go down into the lobby, and the poor like upperclassman that is working the desk is just so flustered with you and you have about 38 dude bros with you that all like, <laughs> like hey you got you got any more people up there that can sign us in or whatever and i was like and so i lied at this point because brad and lewis and sling were upstairs but i was like i was like nope i'm alone sorry <laughs> like and so only <laughs> only x amount of you can come in and mitch and mitch is Mitch can barely keep his eyes open. He's just shifting a little bit. And you were not wearing the same clothes that you left the house in in the morning. <laughs> you were, all that you had left was a white t-shirt that had about four different stains on it. <laughs> and so this lady was like, she was, she was like, all right, are you going to, are you going to sign him in or what? I was like, I was like, okay. Or should I just call you an ambulance? Which, which yeah. <laughs> so we signed, we signed these people in and then we get them up to the, the dorm and they're just, they want to just party and throw down more. And, uh, the, the doors are open and, and there's, there's carrying on and, and a contest to see who could be the loudest. And Mitch was very clearly the winner. And, and finally, <laughs> finally me and Brad had had enough and we were like, guys, you gotta go. You guys have got to go. And then Mitch dutifully went into the room, was upset with us for kicking his friends out locked the door, locked the bathroom door. My key was in the bathroom door. He put on the, the DVD of Wayne's World and then <laughs> fell asleep on the bed and had the volume. We couldn't we couldn't wake him up through there and I couldn't get my keys in. And then the, this is 2006. So the, if you remember the old school DVD menus, they would have like one clip that played over and over. Mm -hmm. So on super loud volume, we just heard a party on man. <laughs> <laughs> party on man <laughs> party on for about a good two and a half hours before we could finally awaken the beast from his slumber wow oh that is a great story not in public sorry zero points <laughs> no i will give you two points for that brian you're getting three points for your uh, bonus story here uh let me do a quick tally that's 9 11 12 14 for brian and nathan two four seven eight eleven fourteen a tie a draw i wasn't even trying to do that i was just honestly giving points Holy cow. You know, sometimes it works out like that. You know, you guys, uh, next time, one of you has to be a little more angry. Maybe that's what it is. Who knows? But now it's time for the Fast Five. And today's list is the top five pieces of leisure wear and what it says about you as a wearer. Number five, a white hat with your college's mascot's name on it. Think of uh, perhaps that South Carolina one that says Cox on it. Oof, right? And what does that say about you? <laughs> Well, you're already on the wrong side of history. Number four, a branded vest with a dad from your alma mater on your arm. Yes, you're on your way to an $8 donut. You're an executive vice junior senior president at Overdraft Fees or Us Farmers <laughs> Financial Union National Bank. And after the donut shop, you're stopping by your lawyer's office to sling your deposition in that 15-year-old Delta Umbra Megatron fraternity hazing case. Number three, the core short from Viore. When it's 7.40 a.m. and I've already dropped my jazzy Bernadoodle Colson off the doggy Hilton and my coffee is done, I can't wait to hit the trails and work up a sweat in my brand new 
core shorts from Viore. Viore knows that I need the structure, support, and storage for my runs through an almost deserted park. Patented with its easy wipe outer and interior shell, no biological fluids will leave any trace on the Viore core short. The added strong box tech cargo pockets on my Viore shorts come standard with a seven number combo lock so only I'm getting in there during a routine stop and frisk when the park police are looking for that pesky strangler again. And right <laughs> next to the cargo pocket is the ample H2O water sleeve where I can keep my Fiji bottle of ether closed for those noisy nuisance Nancys who just want to scream, help me, help me. So if you're in the market for a clean, efficient short, look no further than the Viore Tactical Approach Core Short from Viore. Viore, when you need shorts to evade those little issues in life, like family or the cops, Viore, join us. Join the Viore. Number two. (laughs) New York Yankees or L.A. Dodgers hats. What does that say about you? You thirst for your thirst for acceptance knows no bounds. And yeah, of course, you've been to New York. Sure, you never left Midtown between 30 Rock Tours, the south end of Central Park, and visits to the M&M store. But damn it, didn't like Derek Jeter play for the Yankees? Number one. He did. Ah, Number one. (laughs) On the top five leisure wear pieces and what it says about you as a person. Number one, a UBK BizBear Flex Fit hat. What does it say about you? Well, you're looking <laughs> fine, and it must be your birthday. Happy, Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Brian. Happy birthday. Wow. wow. That was phenomenal. Wow. Oh. Brian, happy birthday, bud. We love you. Um, and we don't know what, what we do without you. Oh, thanks, pals. Happy birthday. And that's this week's edition of Uber Cinco. Please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. And once again, we love that hearty one, word of mouth. So please tell your friends about us and send them your favorite episode. Thank you to the man with the height, the length, and the broken jump shot. <laughs> Nathan Hennenfens. <laughs> Get you every time. And the birthday boy himself. Brian Ernst. And I've been Mitch Brinkman. And as BizBear always says, buy whole, not ground. The difference in quality is huge when you're enjoying your favorite daily morning ritual. Lost Hiker. Auf Wiedersehen <laughs> and adios. You've just listened to Uber Cinco, a production of UBK Studios. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your fine podcasts from. If you like what you hear and want to support the show, please visit our Patreon site at patreon.com slash ubkstudios. Every little bit helps us keep the lights on and the bill collectors at bay. Keep tabs on us on all the social media at UBK Studios, and most importantly, subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can see that we really are just a bunch of good Midwestern boys. Yeah.